Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. We are your fuck buddies. <laughs> I was being charismatic and you turned into a robot. We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. You kind of sound like a robot. I was just matching your energy because I didn't want you to be by yourself in there, you know? Uh, bloop, bloop. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast. We take questions either online, we find, you know, we scour the internet, we find them, we wrangle them, and we drag them back to present them to you, uh, or we get sent them in by our wonderful listeners. We're like cats. We find, you know, we kill a bird, we kill something, and then we bring its cold, dead carcass, and I'm like, look, we love you. Yeah, we bring you little gifts, we hide them in your shoes, and then we throw up on your socks. (laughs) <laughs> can we just talk about i know this is a sex and dating based podcast and has nothing to is do with cats but i'm on the show so it has something to do with cats why do cats whenever they have to throw up find like literally like go into seeking target mode and find the worst thing to throw up on because it's an opportunity they don't want to waste it i guess every 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 puke is a a possibility Imagine if humans were like that. And I feel like there are some humans that are like that. But like, imagine if like the second you start feeling sick, you're like, okay, I know the toilet is over there. And I know worst case scenario, the sink is there as well. But maybe I'm going to throw up in this microwave. Yeah. I once was in a taxi with two girls and one of the girls needed to puke. So she reached past her purse and picked up the other girl's purse and puked in it. <laughs> I was like, you... Like one, purse is a terrible place to puke. Two, you have your own. She was not happy. That's self-preservation right there at its finest. Cold. That's cold. Speaking of cold, let's hit the questions because we need to keep the lights on in this place. <laughs> and the heat running. <laughs> and the heat most specifically in summer. It's a throw rate 0000454. I married a princess. <laughs> uh, I, I, this better be literal. I, 30-year-old male, married my wife, 26-year-old female, a few years ago. We dated for eight months and I was certain I wanted to marry her. We had a quick engagement. Almost at once, she devolved from a queen, independent, self-controlled, responsibility for her own mistakes, doesn't freak out when disaster strikes, to a princess, dependent, emotional, screams at me, won't lift a finger if she can make me do it instead. First, I was confused. Then I was horrified when she quit working because I don't like driving stick shift. We were destitute. I fought through it. I was determined to love the real her. I made it work for the past few years. There have been ugly moments. I'm determined never to have kids with her, but I'm also committed to the relationship. I believe divorce should be the last option. I'm beginning to struggle with depression, hopefully unrelated to her. She recently self-diagnosed as mildly autistic. And this is the thing that brings me here. The other day, she openly bragged to a friend. Yeah, I'm a princess. I know he didn't want to marry a princess, so I hid it from him until we were married. This felt like a punch in the gut. I didn't make a mistake and misread her nature. She deliberately misled me. I didn't say anything at the time, but it's been chewing me up inside. Couples counseling seems imperative now, but I'm not sure how to start that. How do I express my concerns and intentions? How do I separate my depression from my frustrations? Should I seek treatment for my depression first and go to counseling once I've improved? What do I do next? Oh boy, there is a laundry list of things that you've got to do here, friend. I mean, look, you said divorce was the last resort. You didn't want to do it willy-nilly. But I think once you've gotten to the point of being absolutely broke because she refuses to work, you are 
in mental health shambles. And you just found out that she deliberately misled you and lied to you, like who she is as a person. Like you said that like, oh, I want to, you know, fall in love with the the real person, who she really is. Not this, not this like character, but it's like you just found out who she really is. And that doesn't seem to be the person that you fell in love with or the person that you want to love. With. So mm. also like. like- how can you love someone who's like, I lied to this guy to fuck him over, to make him do something he didn't want to do to benefit myself. That's not good. If, if someone is being that misleading about who they are as a person, imagine what other little things are lying about. Right. And, yeah. and we've, we've said every episode, probably since the, the time, dawn of time, that trust is the foundation of a relationship. And you don't have that anymore. That is gone. That is so far out the window on top of all the other issues that you're dealing with, you know, the fact that you're broke, the fact that you're depressed, the fact that they're self-diagnosing themselves with, you know, pretty severe uh, medical conditions as well. Like, you can't just one day decide, be like, you know what? I am autistic. And that's why I'm doing these things. Because if it's true, if that is something, then like, they should go and get proper, properly diagnosed and like... Properly treated. Yeah, and, and figure out what that means for them. And mm-hmm. not just be like, I've decided I'm autistic and I'm going to take it out on you. Yeah, and that treatment can obviously take the form of like, you know, therapy or counseling or like actually just being informed or, you know, because if you don't know where you're at in terms of diagnosis, you don't know where you're, what you need to do and look out for and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Do you want my advice? Yeah. Go in a time machine, go back and don't only date someone for eight fucking months before you marry them, you idiot. Yes. This person is not going to be able to fake being a fucking queen for you know the regular amount of normal time normal people take to get married but eight months yeah people can fake shit for eight months and also let's not like let this guy off the hook entirely as well because you're not entirely innocent to you projected on this like queen and princess persona like it's also very weird that he like capitalizes them like, as if he, like, you know, as if, like, they took ranks in Queen, you know, like, like they're a video game and not a person. Yeah. And hey, my dude, let me tell you right now, royalty is not, that's not <laughs> something we should be striving for. Historically, if you look at the historical context of any sort of royal person, uh, pretty much across the board, they are collectively terrible people. So I don't Definitely know why. Lazy as you- fuck, too. Yeah, it's like at no point in time are these people hardworking or independent. They they literally have everything handed to them and then delegate every responsibility to other people. Their only like claim to fame or or reason they're in any sort of power is because they won the fucking genetic lottery and were born from someone. Like you don't earn the title of queen. Unless you get a bunch of dragons and invade Westeros. To be fair, she was also still the next in line. She was the rightful heir to the throne. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Couples counseling. Do you want couples counseling with someone who actively wants to mislead and fuck you over for their own ease of life? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this isn't a like, oh, we've kind of fallen out of our blah, 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 or like the relationship souring or like we need to fix things. It's like there was nothing to fix because you never were in a good place. You went from being lied to to being fucked over. It all stems down to it's like this relationship is over and the only reason it's not over is because you've arbitrarily decided that you don't want to get divorced. Yeah, which is funny because it's like you're like, oh, it's a last resort. But it's like you were quick to get married. Why not be quick to get divorced? You know what I mean? There's just there's there's a lot there. There's a lot of being like what 
what is your last resort? Like, okay, you go to couples counseling and they either fake their way through it or don't go or don't want to go or mm. or whatever. don't want to change, which clearly they don't. Like, that's the thing. This is their whole jam. They want to be in this situation. So why would they change? They've like checked all the marks in their column of being like, cool, I've got a dude who's working for me. I've got a dude who's going to do everything for me. I don't have to work anymore. And this guy isn't going to like, he doesn't have the backbone to, to get out of this. So like, Mm -hmm. why I'm not going to go to couples counseling or I will. And I'll just sit there because like someone wouldn't talk to their friend and brag about lying to like tricking someone into marrying them. If they wanted to be married to you, or if they wanted to change things like they like couples counseling only works if you both one go two listen and three work at the relationship. They don't want to work. They never want to work at the very least recognize that there's a problem. Yeah, exactly. So like for them, counseling is going to be a waste of time because they don't give a fuck because again, this is what they want. So yes, for sure. Go get your depression treated when you do. Uh, probably a lot of it will be, oh yeah, I'm in a miserable relationship. I hate, I'm poor, and the person I love lied to me to get me into this position so they can use me for my work and money and provision, which again will lead us to what we're trying to say here, which is get a divorce. I mean, I I think you're right. I think that, yes, first and foremost, focus on your own mental health, your own well-being. Go see a therapist because I can almost guarantee you they will help, or, or at least I hope they will help sort of connect the dots to the logical conclusion that this is a bad relationship that is doing bad things to you. And the only way for those bad things to stop is for you to end the relationship. Yeah. So hopefully like that is the path that they will take. And and through that path, you become, you know, your mental health gets back on track. So mm-hmm. I think that is ultimately the right course of action because if the therapist is worth their fucking salt, they will hopefully help you rationalize getting a divorce. I don't think we would be so gung-ho for divorce if it was, you know, a a marriage that over time something changed or degenerated somewhat or blah, blah, blah. But it's like you were never there. This person actively manipulated you and lied to you to get you into this position and is gleeful about that. There is no fixing that. Marriage counseling, as you said, only works if – or like any sort of relationship counseling only works if like someone recognizes there's a problem and then wants to rectify it. But Mm -hmm. this person doesn't you know they don't see that this is a problem they've done a good job in their eyes and they don't want to change it as now said so yeah i think refocusing on yourself instead of the relationship will be beneficial in the long run yeah and finding a new relationship where you're not being taken advantage of and yelled at and abused and shit like yeah that's what you need this comes from a reddit throwaway account who do i pick to take my virginity Late bloomer male, 23 years old. I've matched online with two women who explicitly asked me for sex. I'm serious about both, so I did tell them I'm a virgin. One is age 38, the other is 21. Now this is my first time. I don't want to have a terrible, terribly embarrassing encounter. At the same time, I want it to be enjoyable for me and whoever I end up picking. Who do I pick? And that's it? Just the ages? Yep. Wow. Well, I'm glad they made this an easy decision for us. I mean, I know. In my mind... Go with the older person because they're going to hopefully be more empathetic, hopefully been around the block more. And if it goes badly, they won't know how to make a TikTok about your awful performance. Right. Right. Where you have a 21 year old and you bomb, you're going to be the next trending sound on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Wait, who sent you that clip of me? <laughs> oh, no. There you go. I did it again. Twice. Make that a TikTok song, y'all. Blow it up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, just like that. Yeah, that's my one. <laughs> um, so I, t- I brought this question because I think it's I do kind of want to like help and give an actual answer in the way that you did, because I also agree. I think that like if if this is the information we give or we've we've been given, I think the 38 year old, they're like hyper. They're going to be far more aware that you're a virgin and they're going to remember what that's like, as opposed to a 21 year old where like I feel like the the idea of being a virgin is still like embarrassing or like mm. taboo or whatever, whereas like. I don't like the the concept of virginity to me as a 34 year old man, like, fuck it. It means nothing. There's no, you know, there's nothing there. And hopefully this 38 year old is also on the same page just being like, eh, whatever. And might actually be interested in sort of like nurturing and, and giving you a positive sexual experience, a first time sexual experience of being like, oh, okay, you don't worry about if you're not getting hard right away. And like, I'll show you how to put the condom on and, mm-hmm. you know, guide you through a bunch of stuff. And like, maybe she'll even be like, okay, you're going to go down on me now. And she'll give you pointers on how to do like, there's a lot of opportunity to be with someone who's more experienced and someone who might actually be interested in fostering your sexual education as well. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like a 21 year old just wants to fuck. Yeah. I feel like there's the possibility. And of course, none of this might be true, but the possibility of being like more mature, more emotionally intelligent, more kind, empathetic, and like experienced, and all those things are going to be good. And on top of that, it's like you're probably not going to pursue a relationship with someone who's you know a fair bit older than you. So it's like if it goes poorly, fuck it. They're not going to know people running in the same circle as you, so they're not going to like badmouth you to anybody. Then if it goes well, you can call up the twenty-one year old. Now here's here's my my suggestion. Why not both? <laughs> well, yeah. If it's like one after another. Right? Like if 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 both these people are trying to hook up with you, there's literally nothing saying that you can't sleep with both of them. Now, the question is, who do I choose to take my virginity? So he never said true. he wasn't going to sleep with both of them. That's true. But I think you take the skills you learn from the older lady and then you implement them on the younger lady. Yes. I I think that is uh, that is the course of action. Now, and you fuck them I, both. Moving forward, I will say the reason I brought this was, again, to reiterate that, like, virginity is a construct. The idea of of virginity is uh, as like something to be lost is Mm -hmm. is bullshit. But I I feel like this person isn't necessarily obsessed with like, oh, once I have once I've lost my virginity, something a part of me is lost. It seems more like I want to do a good job, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to just, you know, throw that out there because you can't say it enough. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, It's good that this person seems to be, like, positive about the situation and just in the happy situation where they have options and they just don't know where to go. And I will also say on the flip side of things, don't have sex with, like, I don't know why you haven't had sex yet, but don't just have sex because it's now on the table. If you're not ready to have sex, then continue waiting. Mm-hmm. If you are ready to have sex, that's fine. Great. I feel like a lot of people jump into sexual relationships, especially dudes, as like the age ticks up at the first opportunity they get. Mm-hmm. Because like a bad worried. sexual experience is going to be so much worse than no sexual yeah. experience. Exactly. Um, but on, on top of that, it's like we were given basically no fucking information here. So it's like, you know, there could be so many more things that would make your 
decision for you that we're not privy to. And it's like, if you aren't really into one of these women, don't choose one just because you think it might be better for reasons. If you're into someone, go for them. If you're more attracted to one, you know what I mean? Like there are so many things. If one of them's nicer, like what if the 21 year old's super nice, but the other one you think, oh, because they're older, it'll be a better experience because, you know, they know more. Go with the person that's nice to you. There are so many things there. We can only speak on the one very vague, very unhelpful piece of information we were given. I don't understand why there isn't like it doesn't seem to see that he's also been on any dates with these people. It seems to just be contact on apps. So like go on a date with them. Get a a feeling for them because like you we're using arbitrary information being like the 34, 38 year old. Hopefully they're cool and mature and whatever. Mm -hmm. But like they also might not be some people fucking suck no matter what age they are. You might meet them and they might just really be creepy and just be like, just, you know, hyper fixated on the fact that you're a virgin. And that might be like a weird kink that they might have. And it's, or like, and, you know, I, I know it's more prevalent when women are on online dating, but it's like your safety is still paramount. So it's like, yeah, meet them in a public space, grab a drink at the very least before. And then if you're not into their vibes, if they're wildly different to how they presented themselves on their dating profile, if they're weird if you feel uncomfortable then you can like gracefully leave when there are people around and it's safe to do so as opposed to you know being in their fucking home and having a far less kind of like possibilities of getting out yeah i mean for all you know that she's married and cheating on her husband and you're gonna go over to their house and like there's gonna be a dude with a fucking shotgun who finally caught his wife cheating on him you know i mean like you you don't know the situation so like i I really do suggest that you don't just like jump into a sexual relationship with anyone Mm -hmm. um especially not for the first time so i i would say yeah meet up with a drink and and like chat with them and actually have a date with them to see if there is some sort of compatibility because like like i said just because there's an opportunity to have sex doesn't mean it's a good opportunity yeah especially not without like doing your due diligence and making sure your bases are covered so you know be safe have fun hopefully it goes well yeah good luck and next time give us more fucking information <laughs> Uh, this is by legitimate coach 5520. I have a secret. I, 30 year old female, just start dating an amazing, successful, loving, caring 28 year old male. He's everything I look for in a man and things have been going so great. I'm so happy, but I have a secret. Mm. I was an exotic dancer for six years prior to meeting him. I've been out of the game for almost two years and I'm a completely different person. Than I used to be, I made a great living and set up a beautiful life for myself from dancing and then got out. I now have a career, own a boutique, and own a home in the Bay Area and live a very comfortable life. Guy I talked to has all the same, but he owns a strip club. I wanted to give him the chance to get to know the real me without the prejudgment of thinking I'm a gold digger, ex-prostitute, or any other stereotypes about strippers. I really want to take this to the grave with me, but I'm worried that when I go to a strip club, the girls will recognize me and call me by my dance name, or one of his friends will recognize me. What should I do? Am I wrong for wanting to hold out the secret and just let him get to know me for me? I mean, I guess I, I, I don't know how the dancing situation works in is this san francisco is that the bay area that is right i believe so i mean one fuck it you bought a house in san francisco that's fucking crazy (laughs) good for you and if anyone has any bullshit to say about what you did to earn that money they can go fuck themselves because you own property in your 30s (laughs) i understand your concern about like the judgment that comes along with anything in the sex industry. But there also seems like you also seem to have it as well of being like, you know, you want to take it to your grave. Like I would understand or like, like I said, I do understand your hesitancy to share the information because, you know, all it takes is someone to sort of like 
start saying stupid shit and it's enough. We still live in a society where that's enough to discredit a woman, which really sucks. But at the same time, I don't see why if you really like this person and you think they're a cool person and they're loving and caring and compassionate, I don't see why you should have to hide it. It's a part of your life. It's something that sets you up for incredible success and uh, an incredible amount of accomplishments, owning your own business, owning your own home. Like Mm -hmm. all those things are, are incredibly impressive. And if dancing was the way you accomplished that, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. For sure. And the thing is, it's like, you know, in any other circumstance, if it was like, oh, this is a Wall Street banker, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, maybe there's more of a possibility of him being oblivious, ignorant, and kind of like unaware enough to take that information badly. This guy owns a fucking strip club. If he is going to take that shitty, you need to know, because if he literally is like founded his fucking career off the backs of these people and thinks they're you know thinks less of them as a result of that that he's a fucking scumbag and you don't want to be dating him you know what i mean it's like of anybody he should be the person to to understand the most and it's like if he isn't then do you really want to be with someone who looks down on people who've done these things uh, all while making him a shit ton of money yeah and like i guess i was gonna say like you know if if the possibility of you running into people that that you guys have like mutual connections with that also know of your dancing history, like surely at some point in time you guys would have crossed paths as well. Yeah, possibly. Right? Maybe I don't know. I but like I was gonna say it's like you know chances are if they know you he knows you. But I understand that like most strip clubs operate on a like rental situation or like rent or like a time slot rental thing. So it's like you pay for your slot to go in. So like. You don't necessarily work at one club. Um, And I assume that's the concern is that like, you know, someone who used to dance at the same clubs as you did might be working at his clubs now and would recognize Mm you. Yeah. But no, I I think as now said a very good point. Yeah. If he's going to be like, Oh gross, you danced. I can't believe I'm dating someone who's that disgusting. It's like, cool. Those are your employees. And those are the people who are making you your money. Mm -hmm. And if you think of them as less than human, then I'm out. Yeah. Just like the thing. It's like, it might suck that this relationship ends, but one, you seem good by yourself no matter what, so that's great. And two, yeah, better to learn that he fucking sucks early on than to, you know, bury the secret deep down and like when it comes out, the longer it's hidden, the worse it's gonna be, kind of thing. So it's like And the less if time you waste with him. Yeah, exactly. If it comes out now and it goes poorly, you get to learn he's a shithead early on, and you get to set yourself up for success because if he is cool about it, the sooner he knows the better it's going to be. Right. I don't think anyone is going to appreciate being like, Oh, you actively hit this for me for like two years because you know, you thought it was going to freak out. Like that kind of sucks. I don't know. I feel like it's the more natural and like soon it comes out, the better for everybody and better for you. Cause you're not going to waste time. Yep. Exactly. So tell him, hopefully he is, you know, a good person. And if he isn't, then you've done yourself a favor and you've gotten out while the going is good. Uh, This comes from Evie Mao. A guy I'm dating said, dot, dot, dot. I got my first model gig, but it was nude. I told the guy I'm dating about it. Been dating for a few months just via chit chat on the phone regarding what's been going on. His response was, I'll come with you, drive you there and look after you for the day. But I expect 35% of the daily rate. Do you agree that this is a bit controlling or is it just me? He also used an analogy that he wouldn't leave a Porsche unlocked in the middle of the city when I mentioned going out for some drinks with friends. He wouldn't be able to take me seriously if I did this and that there would be consequences. These are red flags, right? So many red flags. 
<laughs> it makes me laugh every time I read these questions where people are like, are these, hey, the person I'm dating just said consequences to me. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, he reads kind of like a script from a villain in a bad movie. Um, is this bad? I, I feel like this needs to be the litmus test that we now use to determine if something's a red flag. Like, imagine you are a character in a movie and the, per, the person you're trying to figure out if they're doing red flags. Now, imagine if you were watching said movie and the boyfriend of the, you know, the hero of the story walks up and says, hey, if you go for drinks with your friends there will be consequences and be like, Hey, is that a cool thing to say? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you like, cause when you say that I can hear the music getting darker, you know, mm-hmm. I can hear like the ominous, like, like it's not good. The lighting goes down. There's red. Now all of a sudden it's zooming in on his face very quickly. Oh no. It's, so quickly. It's too quick, man. Hey, we don't use, we don't use zooms anymore, dude. This isn't the eighties. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to fire this camera, man. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, Yeah, like also comparing you to a unlocked car is not flattering or cool. It's also what like creepy people like say about like women who've been assaulted. Or it's like, well, if you leave the bank unlocked, can you be annoyed at me for running in and taking bags of cash? It's like, can't be angry at a shark for, for eating the meat. Yeah, like that's you're not a car. And even if you were, that wouldn't give it like ugh. you're like, also not just, his property to be stolen. Exactly. Exactly. Also, he's trying to extort you for money. Is he your pimp now as well? I need 35% I mean, to keep you safe. Here's the thing. When I first read this question, I was like, okay, when I was in the acting game and I was, you know, still dating someone who was also acting and auditioning, there would be times where we would get auditions and we would be like, this seems a little sketchy. And I would offer to go with them and like, I wouldn't go in, but I would be like outside. You know what I mean? Mm. So like if, and we, she would, you know, text me and let me know that like, everything's good. Everything seems fine. If it was particularly like, like we went to one where it was like, a dude casting for his like very small movie in like the, the room of his condo, like the, you know, the room you can rent out in condo mm-hmm. buildings and stuff like the, the meeting room or whatever. And I was like, okay, well I'm going to go up with you because God only knows, like all it takes is like two dudes to grab you and drag you into, as you get out of the elevator into a room. Right. So I was like, I'll go up with you. And like, you know, I, I think it's a pretty common thing, especially when you're young and just starting into the industry to have people you care about go with you to protect you. So like, that's not a red flag. I don't think the no, fact, and, uh, at no point the fact in time, where he was like, I'll charge you. Yeah. I was like, okay, this like, I was on board with the question and I wasn't really sure where it was going, but I didn't think it was going to go to negative city. And then all of a sudden he's a shithead yeah. imp and she's a car and that's not good. Yeah. It's like to then ask for, you know, presumably, again, I don't know if she has an agent. I don't know how she got the job, but like with an agent and a manager, especially if this is the States, because like in Canada, you have an agent in the States, you usually have an agent and a manager. So that's like 25% right there. Plus this guy's going to take 35%. So like you're walking away with 40% for a nude modeling gig. That fucking sucks. That's a terrible yeah. percentage. And then he's basically making the exact same as you just for doing nothing. Yeah. Um, no, this is fucked up. This guy sucks. Uh, like the threats, reducing you to a mere object that he has possession over uh the like inherent slut shaming i guess with the unlocked car reference the fucking 
trying to extort you for money. Uh, no, this is all awful. And like we talk about it all the time, like the two big things that psychotic sociopaths try to do is cut you off from money and cut you off from friends. Mm-hmm. And like those are the two things he's trying to do. He's trying to like actively weasel his way into your income to reduce it and probably try to make you feel like you can't do any job without him coming along to protect you. Mm-hmm. And also, and he's now being like, oh, if you go out with your friends, they'll be consequent. Like, what does that mean? What kind of consequences? That's, that's terrible. Like, physical? Is he physically threatening to hurt you? Is he going to, you know, put your hamster in the microwave? Like, what the fuck does that mean? What are consequences? Yeah. And the thing is, consequences are never good. No. He's not like, if you go out, there'll be fucking consequences. I'm going to cook you dinner when you get home. Yeah, you just like, let me know when you're 15 minutes away and I'll order you A&W. So it's here by the time yeah. you get home. Nice hot burger for you. Because I know you've been out done. drinking. Look what you've done. Look what you made me do. I made it's you mac burger. and cheese. Like, <laughs> no. That's, run. Yeah. That's it. That's the answer is run. Like I said, we need to start determining whether things are red flags or not by imagining you're in a movie and the things that someone just said to you were said to like by another character to the hero. And if it would seem either comically laughable or incredibly threatening, mm-hmm. it's probably a red flag. Yeah. All right. You ready for a maybe a little jog down memory lane? Maybe. Maybe oh, not. No. This is tricky dot Mickey. <laughs> Where the fuck are the condoms? I, 25-year-old female, have been casually dating this guy, 25-year-old male, for about two months. As far as I know, we aren't seeing other people, and he's mentioned he has deleted all dating apps. Now, when we have sex, he is very adamant about wearing condoms, even though I have an IUD, which I fully respect. We all have boundaries. That's not the issue. My worry is, he will finish in the condom, then go to clean up his business, as they do, and then the condom disappears? I expect it to be my trash, so I went to empty it after he left the next day and found it empty. I found it weird, but didn't think twice about it. He's been to my house three or four times now. We've probably been through an entire pack of condoms, and they are nowhere to be found when he leaves. I hope he's not flushing them down toilet, but I don't know how to bring it up to him. I don't want to embarrass him. Does anyone know what the fuck is going on? I mean, he's probably flushing them down the toilet. I mean, there is a very mm. good chance he's putting them in his pocket and saving them mm. and is kicking them home. But, like, mm. most likely, he probably hasn't learned the lesson of, like, don't flush condoms down the toilet. And, mm. yes. Now continue. I'm just saying the the easy way to broach this is be like, you know, just tell him, be like, oh, hey, um, just double checking my, I had to get a plumber and fix my toilet. It got really clogged. I just want to make sure you're not flushing condoms on the toilet. Do you mind just throwing them in the garbage so that, you know, it doesn't fuck up the pipes? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Before we get to that, question one, are you sleeping with James McAvoy? It's very true. What if it's It's, a James McAvoy comebox too? Niall, Niall, how are you going to know? The man is a master actor. Fuck, you're right. Unless he wanted you to know that he's James McAvoy, you would have no idea that it was James McAvoy. It's true. But what if we've had another James McAvoy combox? Someone once, James McAvoy once hired a James McAvoy lookalike and went as James McAvoy's girlfriend to like family Thanksgiving. I understand he's, I'm pretty sure he's British and they don't do Thanksgiving. That's how much of a con he had going. He can beat them that. Thanksgiving was British. <laughs> he convinced them, his entire family that they were American. <laughs> um, wasn't the whole thing for that question that someone was storing a lot of cum to do a very ill-advised prank by covering someone's car in cum? 
I literally don't remember if that was the same question or if we made that assumption or no, I think we had an update and it was literally that all the sorority girls were stealing the condoms to, to kill the car and come. See, I feel like they were two different questions. I feel like there was, I don't know either. I don't remember. We, we say a lot of things and it's been so long that I can't remember what, what's the joke and what I, I do remember us specifically being like, don't use cum as a, as yeah. like a carry dropping pig's blood on someone moment because that is super unsafe. Yeah, that's sexual assault. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same question. Okay, if someone out there knows and wants to message us, I will be so proud of you if you can actually remember or if you are arsed enough to go dig back through the questions. Uh, yeah, I feel like you could just ask him if you're just like, hey, I noticed there was no condom in the trash the other day when you left. I just want to make sure you're not flushing them down the toilet. Yeah. And like, that's pretty easy. I don't see why he would take them necessarily. A lot of people in the comments seem to think that he's worried of her baby trapping him right. with the condoms. And then they get into a really weird thing I'm going to talk about right now. Have you ever heard the old hot sauce trick? Hot sauce trick. Apparently, it is a commonly employed stratagem where you take hot sauce to someone's house and you dump hot sauce in the condom when you're done with it because the acidity of the hot sauce not only kills the sperm but then i guess is a deterrent when someone tries to scoop it out and put them inside themselves to get pregnant i mean i believe the second part more than i believe the first part because i imagine putting hot sauce in your vagina probably is an unpleasant experience now i don't think hot sauce works as a incredibly potent spermicide yeah but guess but what? again hey i don't know i'm not a apparently, scientist so so many people are like oh yeah that whole thing wild and apparently drake did this to someone and she suffered an injury as a result because so she go. tried to baby trap him yeah I mean, I wouldn't also be surprised if Drake was just like, yo, girl, my dick is fire. I'm going to put hot sauce on and then have sex with you. Maybe. And then was like, no, man, she was trying to baby trap me. I didn't try to use hot sauce as lube. He is a shithead. So, yeah. But yeah, that was just a weird detour in the comments. I was like, oh, this just keeps going. And everyone apparently seems seems up on the old hot hot sauce trick, which I didn't know. So, yeah. I Like, the thing is, I don't think I've ever slept with someone who I thought would be so malicious that they would attempt to scoop old semen out of a condom and impregnate yeah. themselves with it. Yeah, I also am pretty sure there's very little chance of that happening ever, let alone after 10 minutes or t- 20 minutes or however long it takes them to sneak into the bathroom and find the condom in the bin. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand what kind of level of either distrust, fear, or arrogance would lead you to believe this one wants a baby with you that badly. Imagine how concerning it would be if that was your plan and you go and you're like, why is it red? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just the coloring of the hot sauce. It's like, nah, I'll wait for non-bloody semen. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, Is that that scotch bonnet, though? (laughs) No. (laughs) We've done it. That might be the most disgusting thing we've said (laughs) in this podcast. Oh, there's no way that's the most disgusting thing. There's no way. Um, hey, how about this advice? If you think someone's trying to do this to you, maybe don't sleep with them in general. Yeah, if you think that someone is crazy enough to fucking try to scoop, you know, do a little semen scoop from you. Mm-hmm. If you think that that is a, 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 a valid possibility that you have to bring a condiment to your sexual endeavors. Yeah. Then perhaps this isn't someone you should be sleeping with. Yeah, for real. 
And and if you actually believe this for like, you know, just out of general fear and like they've never done anything to make you believe that, then maybe you do need to see a therapist and take a minute to not have sex because that's not a normal fear. Yeah. So I don't remember what the question is. Just just ask him where the co- just make sure he's not flushing them down the toilet. That's that's it. It's I don't think he's going to freak out. And hey, if he does, maybe you need to know that he's going to freak out about you asking him a simple question. I mean, yeah, just just time it so that like when he goes to the bathroom, you go right in after him. And, you know, if that's a good way to like notice, be like, oh, hey, notice there was something in the garbage can. I have old pipes like this is an old building. I just want to make sure you're not flushing it because these things get fucked up real easy. Also, like, it's just going to be a shitty day when your landlord has to come scoop old condoms out of your toilet. I ever tell you about the time the idiot upstairs hit a baby and was flushing diapers down the toilet to a point where my apartment flooded with old shitty diaper water? Damn. Was there hot sauce in them? No, (laughs) thankfully, I don't think anyone was trying to. Someone really didn't understand what baby trapping is. (laughs) He baby trapped you. Man, I was I don't think I've ever been so angry at someone's own stupidity, like that, someone else's stupidity. That's wildly dumb. How do you have a child and not know that basic thing? Hey, I feel like that's probably how we got a kid. Maybe. Being that fucking stupid. Yeah, I forgot his hot sauce. Yeah, you idiot. Or we got one more. You know what? I'm going to hit you with one more just because it's not really a question, but it's a okay. fun trend I'm seeing lately. I feel like I'm watching the the real time dissolution of seduction because do you remember i brought you the question a while ago that's like wait a minute my friends don't know game but they're happy yeah now this question keeps popping up every two minutes we got another one here why do most guys not need to do any of this stuff to find relationships with women my circle is made of blah 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 uh, most of the men I know have relationships or are an attractive women who seem to be into them. They're happy. I tried to watch from the sidelines to see the great personalities they must have, but none of them are funny and none of them have anything interesting going in their lives. If they're ever funny, it's when they recount some joke they hear from Netflix. Most of them stand there with dead-eyed expressions and make small talk. That's it. They have no charisma and they aren't push-pulling or talking about emotions or anything. That's just one paragraph. One, this is his friends, I guess. It's like, damn, you really hate your friends, I guess. Man, imagine being like, yo, here are these people that are meant, they're supposed to be like, you know, a second family to me. And I think they're uncharismatic zombie men. Yeah, they're idiots. He also says they're normal, boring, chubby guys whose main hobby is watching some sport on TV. Maybe the reason you don't have a relationship is because you suck. I assume like this can't be his friends. You know what I mean? Like this has got to be him projecting onto like he's at a bar and he sees a dude that isn't, you know, Chad McChatterson. Well, he says my circle and extended circle. I mean, I'm just I'm trying to live in a world where this isn't reality. Most of the women I see with them are on a level I'd never even hope to match with on an app and will probably not talk to me for more than five seconds. Despite the fact I go to the gym a lot, I'm in much better shape than them all. I actually have interests, etc. My entire dating life consists of going on first dates with fours. And it seems the average guy is doing much better with no effort while doing everything wrong. And look, I'll give a little bit of criticism. Again, as a bartender, I see there are times where like dudes will come in and I'll overhear the date. And I'm just like, how, how did you get here? (laughs) Because it is, there are times where it is quite bewildering where I'm just like you for all intents and purposes, like, I don't, I don't see what you got going on for you, my man. Cause like you're, you speak like an idiot. You have nothing interesting to say. 
I'm not going to judge, you know, physical characteristics or whatever, but like I've listened to people's conversations and just be like, where, how did you meet? How did you meet? Where did you, like, how did this happen? How did anyone agree to spend any amount of time with you? I think one, it's very funny that these posts keep popping up on seduction almost constantly. And it's like, they're so close. They're so close to realizing yeah. that all this bullshit is not working. Damn, he didn't push pull and send her on an emotional roller coaster before shoving a jacket over her head and sweating on her. It's like, yeah, gosh, I wonder how he did it. And so I do find that funny. But two, it's like your bitterness and your shittiness is coming through. I can sense it from here. And it's like if I can sense it on one post you made in the internet, pretty sure the women you meet can. You know, the mm-hmm. fours that you go on dates with. Don't be a shithead. If you've gotten a date with someone and then all of a sudden you sit down and you're just like, another fucking four. I'm sure you're a real fucking joy to be around. It'd be like me going into a meeting at work at fucking 10 a.m. on a Monday. I like I got to go. I got to be there. But I don't want to be. And and I'm not exactly Mr. Fucking fun when I'm there either. Like I'm there to get it. To, to absorb what could have been a fucking, you know, two paragraph email and <laughs> then go home and be annoyed for the rest of the day. But like, if that's the energy you're bringing to dates, yeah, no wonder you're not successful, dude. If, if you're going in being like, this is a four, which is below average, which is not what I deserve, mm-hmm. then like, yeah, the, people are going to pick up on that energy because you're probably rolling your eyes and like checking your watch and being like, when's the time where I get to like try to get you home and have, you know, mediocre sex with you. Also, like if you're not attracted to people, don't have fucking dates with them. Don't go on dates with them. Yeah. All right. Tindy time. Tindy time. Speaking of online dating, uh, at the end of the episode, we like to jump onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. Uh, comb through profiles, see what works, see what doesn't work. Try to find those red flags that everyone seems to have a very hard time discerning. And we tell you what works, what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Ready for Jess? I'm ready for Jess, sure. Not interested in reading or hearing about your sexual desires, wants, and needs from your profile or within the first five minutes of chatting. There's more to relationships than sex. I feel as though you can only gauge sexual compatibility based on an in-person connection. Johnny Bravo's to the left. Uh, you know, I like. I kind of feel it's it's definitely someone who's probably been on online dating for a little too long. I imagine there's a lot of dudes' profiles who are, you know, the, the you know pussy liquor man or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> name was do you remember what i'm talking about oh muff, i do muff muncher whatever the hell's coochie gobbler was a coochie gobbler it might have been that actually which is honestly the worst one that i said just there it's like you know i i imagine it is probably quite exhausting the only downside to this is there's no personality in who you are all you've done is tell you tell us like this profile or this platform is terrible in terms of cultivating a you know fun atmosphere i don't know anything about you no, it's it's very negative, and it's like while I understand that online dating sucks for a lot of people, especially women, it's like you just seem very negative, and also like maybe you just don't like sex much. I don't know. <laughs> and hey, look, any guy who's going to hit you with this shit right off the bat isn't going to listen to this warning. No, not right? at all. So like I, you'll just have to be very liberal in your use of unmatching and blocking mm-hmm. and hope that the people – like. I don't know, you put out a vibe, like a different vibe of like what you're looking for as opposed to what you're not looking for and what you, mm-hmm. you hate about the platform because like, just like unmatch the people who do that shit. Like you don't need yeah. to tell them in advance because as Dane said, they're not going to listen. Yeah. You know, like do dudes know this isn't the right thing to do. 
Mm-hmm. Now, my worry is that she, you know, isn't necessarily specific. She's like, I don't want to hear about your sexual wants or whatever from your profile. And I'm worried that she's being turned off by people who are like clear about what they want in terms of like the relationship they're looking for, which is generally something we rate quite highly on profiles if they're clear and respectful, right? So my fear is that that's also on her list, you know, and it's like being open with your sexual like, you know, what you're looking for sexually is is good. So it's like, uh, that's just my fear. It's probably yeah, if, just people who are like, oh, I want to come on you. So. Yeah, I, w- I want you to sit on my face. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a... F- I'm going to give it a three because it's, it, yeah. it's not... Like, I don't think you're ex- particularly showing red flags, but I think your profile isn't going to do you any favors. I don't think there's anything good there. Yeah, but you're not I'll, a one or a two. You know what I mean? You're not... Outright offending me. Uh, well, how about now? Don't be a shithead. I mean, same profile, different energy, and brevity is the soul of wit. So, unfortunately, like, you know, I agree. Yes, don't be a shithead on, on dating, but it's not a good profile. So, I'm getting even no, a three. It's, yeah, three. Uh, this is Julia. Not athletic, but good with balls. Fun fact I've never been on a boat. <laughs> okay. That's funny. It's an interesting conversation starter, a glimmer of humor and a little sexuality. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I'm going to be a six because I think they're really fishing for that boat life. Because for whatever reason, women in Toronto live and die on the summer, whether or not they can get on a boat. I was figuring that we just, you know, do a little boat trip to the island. Boom. You and me? Oh, well, hey, we should. We should. This is Sarah. Interest include, in no particular order, sad girl music, annoyingly iced coffee orders, bullying men, call of duty but only zombies, murder shows, pugs, books about, like, wizard vampire queens, tequila, Seinfeld, and leaving my clothes all over the floor. You know, I don't hate it. I was a little like, eh, bullying men, but then I'm Mm. like, I'm also kind of into that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not mean-spirited and you're not going after, like, you know, dudes who aren't doing anything. But if you're bullying dudes who are like fucking seduction bros. Yeah, sure. that is kind of half the show. Right? Like if you're just going up to a dude who's a little, you know, overweight and you're like, hey, fatty, then like, no, I'm not. That's not the vibe. But if you're bullying the guys who are sending you crude messages on Tinder within three seconds, absolutely. I'm there for it. And I think that's more if I'm going to if I'm going to make a judgment call based on everything else in the profile. I'm going to assume that's the vibe she's going for. So I'm going to give this a seven. Yeah, I do find books about like wizard vampire queens, a very charming (laughs) sentence. Yeah. I'll give it a, did you do seven? Because I was going to say seven. Yeah. Well, I'll do seven as well. Just again, there's the possibility for shittiness. Mm -hmm. Um, This is Morgan. Hey, I'm down for hookup 24 seven. I'm willing to give you the best erotic sex to make you see hell when I'm in bed with you, babe. Add me, and then there's Snapchat. To see hell? Yeah. That's not good. (laughs) I assume this is a bot because it is. It does have strong bot energy. Strong bot energy, but I just fucking love the idea of being like, I'm going to make you see hell. (laughs) That's a very terrifying thing. (laughs) Um, mm, Yeah, I'm going to give it two. I'm giving it a. I also think it's just a bad call to be like, I'm down 24 7 because, like, some people might take that very literally. And then again, I, I do think this is a spam account for like the escorts, it's, like yeah, the, probably. like the fake escort accounts. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm giving it a one because I, I'm almost positive this is a fake account. And also, the last thing I want to see during sex is hell. Yeah. Okay. Ready for Athena? Yeah, great name. Psych nurse, kind of a handful. Hmm. Hmm. You your name what? is your name isn't that cool. This profile fucking sucks. You give me a bland descriptor of your job and then just a red flag. Because kind of a handful is not a good thing, unless you're making yeah. like a sexy booty joke or something. I don't know. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, man, I was really hoping that like kind of a handful is a reference to, you know, getting a handful of booty or something, because otherwise it's not good. So, yeah, I agree. This is I'm going to give this a two. Yeah, I'm going to keep giving it a two as well. Um, this is this profile I actually hated when I first read and then I read it correctly. Um, so I will read it correctly. <laughs> Don't talk to me unless you're a Capri Sun rising aquarium moon. Tell me your most controversial opinion. Okay, well, I like the joke because no one's a Capri Sun. I went, well, I mean, if you think about it, if you took a very large hollow metal pointed thing. thing yeah, you could you puncture could, my skin, but there's more to a Capri Sun than the ability to be punctured. Because mm, I am not I, a good, good orange drink on the inside. You don't know. <laughs> Fuck. You you ever impale a man and drink his juices? Fuck. Are we hey, hey, are we all just Capri Suns? Damn, I I'm seeing hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> that revelation is making me see hell. Yeah, what if it is a bunch of people with very long long straws just puncturing me and drinking my good good orange stuff? Damn. I think we are just Capri Suns. Holy shit. Capri sons and Capri daughters. Have you <laughs> have you heard the theory that almost everything is ravioli? <laughs> no, but I get it. Yeah. Now I do I've... have red sauce inside of me, so. Yeah. Okay, back to the thing. I'll give it a seven. I'm giving it funny. eight. It's funny, but like the controversial opinion thing, it, it's an opener, I guess. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's a good profile. I think it's enough there that like we, you know, we don't like the horoscope stuff. So someone like actively lampooning it, it's it's good. I like yeah. it. Eight. Yeah. It's an eight. All right. Ready for M? Yes. This is our last one. Now, M apparently works at eating dead animals at Too Yummy. Or sorry, okay. I guess their job is eating dead animals and their work location is at Too Yummy. Mm. So that's that's a rad start. Uh, I usually psychoanalyze people from their bios. Are you doing that now? Yes. I think often and deeply, but deliberately. I prioritize journeys over outcomes, uninterested in small talk. I'd rather explore what your concept of self is based on. Sometimes I'm just a rascal, too. Oscillate with me. I'm hoping you have hobbies, have explored why you are the way you are, and prioritize your well-being. No social media. Really uninterested in how many countries you visited. There's so much like in here that just like kind of sucks a lot and <laughs> it's like it's exhausting that people think that this is interesting that this is an interesting vibe to have this person uh, is contrary to how it sounds 33 as well no that sounds right really i figured more like 19 just got out of like you no. know a 182 show and was like i prioritize journeys and other outcomes and i hate small talk talk to me about your soul and the journey of the stars. There's not- something that happened to people our age during the pandemic where we've like, they've slipped into this sort of like toxic spirituality 
which mm-hmm. I think we might have mentioned, we talked about briefly at one point in time of like this sort of like, you know, people who were really scared and felt helpless and, you know, didn't know what to do or how to react. And so they just decided that they were way smarter than they actually are. Yeah. And now that is their like main personality trait, because I see a lot of this in people like in the like late twenties, mid thirties of people who now think that they are either spiritual gurus or have hit some sort of like enlightenment or mm-hmm. way smarter than they are. And it's just like, you're not though. I, I not. do love though that like the whole, I hate small talk thing is regularly shared by like the most basic people I have on like Instagram. And it's like, don't give me small talk. Tell me about your hopes and desires, your fear of death and the star, you know, all this bullshit. But yeah, like small talk is kind of key. There's a difference a between small a difference talk. Between inane, inane shit, you know what I mean? Or like bad small talk. And I get it on like on Tinder. I don't want to do the, hey, how's your day going? Good. How's your day going? My day's going good. What do you do? Or like I was at work. Oh, what do you do for work? Like I get that. That is, that sucks on Tinder because you're yeah. probably doing it with like literally everyone. So give people a prompt to something that is interesting. Don't be like, I want to know what makes you, you. Yeah. Because like, hey, we're all fucking trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, this isn't therapy. I'm, you know, most of us are probably spending a lot of money talking to someone who's went to school for a very long time trying to figure out what makes me me. But hey, tell me what my favorite, like, what's your favorite Marvel movie? What's your, like, choose any prompt at all that you are passionate about, that you can have a yeah. conversation that you actually want to have. Great. That's how you, that's how you avoid small talk. Don't tell people that you don't want to do small talk because there's literally nothing in this profile that I can respond to with any sort of fervor or interest. I can't be like, well, I'm time to write a fucking, you know, novel as my first message to this complete stranger as to what I think my, you know, inner workings are. Yeah. I just, I doubt that you have anything interesting to say about that either. You know what I mean? Anyway, this profile sucks. I give it a one. Yeah, this is going to, I think this is our only one today. Which is weird, but I think it's deserved. Yeah. Uh, That's going to do us for the show, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. As we always say, it means the world to us that you chose to spend an hour of your time hanging out with us. And hopefully uh, you learned something. Hopefully you laughed. Maybe you cried. Maybe you're also in an existential spiral figuring out that we are, in fact, all just Capri Suns. Oh, God, I'm seeing hell again. Oh, there's that hell. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports us on our Patreon. If you would like to join, please do. There's no time like the present. It's going to be patreon.com forward slash fbuddies. If you have a question, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com and click the contact page. You can also access the Patreon from there. If you want to do a two for one situation, send us a question and then go support us. Um, if you hit us at the $7 level, you get a bonus episode every month called pillow talk, where we do a bunch of cute things. You also get all the ones we've done for almost a year now. I guess we're coming yeah. up on that in a few months. We're creeping. Either way, you get a whole bunch of fresh new episodes with, like, you know, maybe a little slightly different energy. Who knows? Can't be, can't be us. We would never know. Uh, thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song "Paper Stars." Are you ready for some bad sex writing? Yeah, it's pretty bad this week. Okay, this is a poem, or as someone put it, a poem from 1916. Nice. As the first comment puts it, a vintage incel. And this is Mario de Sao Carnero is, is their name. I assume I butchered that name. Sorry if you're a descendant for more reasons than one. Uh, this is to be a woman. 
I would like to be a woman so that I could stretch out beside my friends on the bench seats in the cafes. I would like to be a woman so I could put rice powder on my face in front of everybody in the cafes. I would like to be a woman so as not to have to think about life and to meet many old men who I could ask for money. I would like to be a woman in order to spend the entire day talking about fashion and gossiping. How amusing. I would like to be a woman so as to be able to play with my breasts and arouse them in the mirror before going to bed. I would like to be a woman so I could act suitably bewildered, something which, in a man, frankly, could not be excused. I would like to be a woman in order to have many lovers and betray them all, even my favorite. How I wish I could betray my blonde, most handsome lover with a fat, ugly, and extravagantly mannered boy. I'd like to be a woman to excite those who would look at me. I would like to be a woman so I could say no to myself. At first, I was like, I don't think this is an insult thing. I think this man just, uh, you know, might He really swing. finds the cafe experience just not satisfying enough quite yet. Well, I was just like, the man just wants to put on some makeup and, and get close to his boys. Um, but then, you know, it's very obvious he's a jilted lover. Obviously, the woman that he <laughs> he was sleeping with did did bone down with a fat, extravagant man. Boy, sorry. <laughs> extravagantly mannered boy what does that mean is he very well mannered because maybe that's it maybe you need better manners mario i'm imagining bombastic i'm imagining he is flamboyant and gaudy i love it either way he sounds like a lot more fun than you mario my name is dave miller and i'm miles Payne, and we have been your fuck buddies 